like to welcome everybody to the peaceful basement, Kensington, Maryland. Lucid. <laughs> Silent lucidity. Just waiting for the off-season to unfold. Everyone's calm. No one's freaking out. If, uh, listen, no matter what anyone's heard, there's nobody <laughs> freaking out at, here at, at the Audible Studios. Certainly not Maybe Kevin Ricca, Tim Strachan, nah. or Ken Marangolo. What's up? We're not freaking out. No, nah, there's nothing to freak out about no. right now, right? Listen, all I can say with any kind of certainty is that no freak out is currently in progress. But it's getting closer by the second. Look, man, the earth is flat. The Redskins are great. Everything's going smoothly these days. <laughs> okay, so obviously we're going to talk about Kirk Cousins real fast. Um <laughs> The latest and I think the most reliable reports are that the Redskins are going to have to put the tag on him next week, or I believe, oh yeah, about a week from now. And then they're going to have to negotiate a long-term contract from there, uh, which tells me that, so that's what, $23.9 million, just for simplicity, it's called $24 million that the, he will get on this this tag. And if they would be willing to pay him that much money, they should be willing to pay him a, a long-term contract somewhat based on that. It tells me that the Redskins haven't yet offered him something in, 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 the, in those terms. So his agent is like, well, just so you – like the market on him is $23.9 million. Uh, and if you don't want to give me that in a long-term contract, we're going to get it anyway. So, go, so you have to put the tag – you have to put the tag down. Uh, and then you, you can negotiate from there. Um, that makes perfect sense to me. That's what the, the agent should be doing. Um, this isn't hardball. This is just, you know, I, I, I haven't, I think this is like one area which I haven't said a whole lot of because I, I've been kind of uh, wedded to the idea that Kirk Cousins would be the Washington Redskins quarterback forever. Um, but, you know, People who play sports professionally and who have like the dream and they make it and hard work and all all that stuff, they uh, they don't they, they might get only one chance to sign like a mega crazy insane deal, you know and and like but I'm not it's okay to to if that's if that's what ends up being the thing that he wants the most in life is to be a free agent next season. He has the ability to make that happen, first and foremost. And the Redskins do have a chance to get something for him. He does not seem like the type of person, and, you know, fine if I'm just being that guy. He doesn't seem like the guy, the type of person that would just, you know, just give this year a a half-ass effort knowing he was going to do that. I know he knows that's an option. It's a great option for him. He won't do it. He, he won't give a half ass up. Bottom line, I know, but just we to say, have to, no I, idea I know. what's and going I, and if we on. We keep on trying to guess what he th- he's thinking. It, it, we don't it's have a I'm so sick of talking about what 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 could possibly happen and all the different scenarios and trades and or is it, is anybody going to give up two number ones? I'm just sick of it. Just wait and uh, find out what happens. Guess what? But, I mean, but it's impossible not to. Uh, we were sick of it a like, year ago. Yeah. From, a year ago from now. It wasn't uh, from this, this point. bad. Oh, yes, it no, was. No, yes, it was. Good Lord. Yes. We had shouting had matches about it. Then. I did. Yes, we had shouting matches that now you know what I, what we, 
what we were saying. It started mid season. I know that part of me. Still that part of me that that that, that kind of says maybe that's why it's not getting done. Yeah, but well, you just said no more maybes. No, so we no, can't do maybes. No, 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 no. So no more maybes. I don't want to do it. I'm sick of it. But I well, got a, I got a maybe for you. March first. July 15th is 136 days, 19 plus weeks, four and a half months, 3,264 hours. It's coming. There's no way to avoid it, so we must embrace it at okay. this point. There's no, there's no reason that we can ignore it. I just think everyone has to realize this is going to be way closer to an Andrew Luck type deal than mm-hmm. everyone's comfortable with. It's just how it works. Yep. That it's, is how that's it works. That's just how it works. But I think they can get a little sneaky and maybe give the, uh, you know, the average salary number is more, uh, and then a little less guaranteed. I mean, you well, know, they, but it's going to be so close to these numbers, people are going to lose their marbles. They're going to lose their their marbles on the price tag on the, like the headline uh, of the deal. Uh, the the way these deals work, generally speaking, is you're just locked in ass over the barrel for three solid seasons, and then you start to potentially have an out um, in a worst case scenario. On so, both sides. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, generally speaking, it's, it's if something goes bad with the player. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question is, are you willing to, to, uh, to invest for three years? One of the things I was thinking about is um, the perspective of having seen so much terrible football. As most Redskins fans in the last 20 years, uh, of course, we remember them playing great football, but... It was a. It's been in a very long time of not great football, and I was kind of hoping for more of an off season where we embraced the work that's been done over the last two seasons to get us from kind of a really bad era of football to two seasons of of direction and you know things starting to take shape and make sense you know in conjunction with each other. Like why can't we? be the team that chooses, you know, to to go forward. You know, why can't we be the team that, you know, is willing to risk it all to go 9-7 a few more times? I mean, are you kidding me? Like, if we can go from what, where we've been to winning, nine, going 9-7, and 10-6 for two or three or four seasons, of course I'd take that. And I think that's like your bare bottom kind of bare, bare minimum. Bare bones natural progression. Yeah, that's like almost like a worst case, like Matt Ryan's not getting it done for you this season type of situation with with a, with a Cousins level player, in my opinion. Yeah, well, Matt Ryan goes four and twelve, and then five and eleven, and everyone craps their pants. And then now we can't compare him to our guy because he went to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a it's fine fair. line. It's, it's fair. a it's a very fine it's line. Fine line. It's just what it is. But I know this, and I, I asked you guys this: uh, five or more guys in the history of our franchise have started for five years or more. Five guys have started five years or more. Consecutively. It's. Or just keep. Consecutively. Yes, Sonny. Yes. Well, yes, 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 yes. And very close. Four, but with nine years starting. Yeah. And and wars had something to do with that as well as knee injuries. Sammy. Yes. Um, So you have Sammy. You had. Uh, Sonny. Yes. Sonny started consecutively 64 Theisman to 70. In my not, Theisman, yes. 78 to 85. And I'm, when I say started, they had the most starts that season of any starting quarterback on the team. 
consecutively. That's what I'm. That's yep. what I'm. It's and it's really hard to find anybody since. So Thiesman. we got Sammy, Sonny, and Thaisman. Five years consecutive. Five or more. Five or more. Uh, and this guy's got one. Guy's got I don't seven. Think we've had one since him. Is that correct? Not one. Uh, is uh, well. So my outside since answer two. is Jason Campbell, but I don't think it was Jason Campbell. Three. Uh, he, now he, he started in other years, but more the most starts a season is yeah, what I, was three. Yeah. Um, so if it's not Jason three Campbell, then you got to go even farther back than that. You got to go to probably. Well, like, there's one that you guys are missing that's a standout. Did I Sam already? But you said you've said Sammy, Sonny, and Theismann, correct? Yes. Okay. So one you're just you're missing, and the other one you're missing. And there's a point behind this, and it's nuts to me because, uh, gosh, all these guys but one went to some to multiple NFL championships, Super Bowls. I mean, Sammy. Brad Johnson. Sammy was a nine-year starter, four consecutively at the most due to war and injury. Yeah. Which is, you know, war. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. This guy won two NFL championships and played in five. You know, and he was our That's starter ridiculous. for a long time. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was crazy. He did a lot of other stuff, and we know. Interceptions, punting, we got it. You know, Sonny, you know, Sonny's beloved to us. Kind of shocking what Sonny's record was in that time. So would we hold the, the, the what we hold Did Billy Kilmer, to? Was Billy Kilmer one Billy of the other Kilmer, ones? Yeah, Billy Kilmer, Absolutely. Right. 71 to 77. Yeah. Was, yeah, he stuck around for a while. Yeah. Um, he played and lost, but played in Super Bowl seven. Yep. I mean, there starts to be a common theme amongst these guys that were our longtime starters. Joe Theismann Who, am I played in two like Super Turk Bowls. Edwards or something like that? Or? You're, you're missing another fine, fine Washington Redskin. Quarterback? Quarterback. Quarterback only. And that, this is what I'm saying. We go back deep in our history, yep. and then, and, you know, we haven't named the last guy yet, but Sammy we talked about, Sonny. You know, he did he, – not – not a lot Norm? of stuff going on. I thought uh, you said no. there was somebody since Theismann. There is. That's why I did say that. Yeah, if it's Mark Brunel, I'm going to be so upset. But oh man, is so it so close? You uh, just, how do you just say? How do you say the wrong Mark in this scenario? Ripping? Yeah, it's going to freak you guys out. I didn't. I, I honestly, he long He started more. St- he had more starts from eighty nine to ninety three. I just know he was here long enough for the. For the oh, category. I knew he was here that throw long. Trick, I mean, he was stashed on the IR for, for years before that. Ever? Yeah. I, I didn't. I did not think he had five years. Eighty nine to ninety three. Yes, three playoff appearances and a Super Bowl championship. Do you see what I'm saying yeah. here in the yeah. history of this franchise? These are the reasons. These are the guys. These are the the, the pinnacles of our franchises. Success. There, obviously, you know, we won with Doug Williams and Jay Schrader and that back and forth that year or two. And it was after Theismann's broken leg or Beathard would have had something prepared besides a broken leg Schrader backup situation. Aside from that, every high point of our franchise in, in the history of football has to do with a starter who's been here for five or more seasons. We're about to have a chance to give someone this opportunity. And we didn't trade for him. He's ours. Uh, Sonny came over from Philly. Uh, you know, uh, Thiesman came from Canada. I mean, you know, there's... <laughs> well, T, you know, uh, so just to put a bow on the Kirk Cousins topic for, yeah, you, for your sake, um, I made the comparison, because the reports are that... Um, the reports are that there's at least a chance that no one knows anything, and I grant you all of that. None of us talked to Kirk. Uh, that you know he'd be willing to you know put potentially go for that 
free agent contract next season. Um, and I thought about Champ Bailey. I thought about the scenario with Champ Bailey. And when he, when he was a, a gen, you know, I don't think it's fair to Champ Bailey. He was a generational talent, one of the greatest cornerbacks really, to, in my opinion, ever play. Um, an all-time great. He dominated his era of football um, at his position. Um, and he came, we drafted him. We developed him. And while, again, he's, he's in a different stratosphere, uh, you know, he was a franchise player in the same way Kirk is to us th- this second. And he basically told the Redskins, you know, I'm out. I got to get out of here. And um, for, for whatever reasons, which some we know and some we don't know. Um, and we were lucky enough to get, to, to, to get Clinton Portis uh, in return because we had to get something. Still can't believe we gave up that second round pick. That freaking is a crawl up my ass for, for it's to the day. Um, T, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Vinny Serrato uh, would give second round picks just out like candy at Halloween. Yeah. Just put a bowl of them out in the front porch. He gave Kids my cousin. By. He had he second round picks were worth nothing to this man. <laughs> he like would leave. He'd be like, hey, uh, sir, is that your second round pick? It's just in, <laughs> be like in the cab. And the guy was like, oh, sorry, better grab that. Um, God damn it. Uh, but anyways, uh, an all-time T- great forced T- his way he, out. If he knew this. <laughs> Don't worry, she's got a Newsflash. <laughs> I'm not sure you had heard. Mr. Serato, <laughs> what would I do without you, Ken? Listen, I don't think Kirk Cousins is telling the Redskins, I'm never playing here again. But I am saying that has happened to us before. <laughs> and it really sucked. Um, hard uh, when when Champ Bailey you know left the Redskins. Um, I hope that's not what happens here. For in many in many ways the same way as I felt then about Champ. Um, so you know there's still a lot of ways this thing can go right. A ton of ways this thing can go right. Um, just not on Twitter. Just not on Twitter. <laughs> not on. Not a, just not anywhere for another week. I think we basically have to bury our heads in the sand for another week. Let the tag come and and let's get this thing on. Come on, March first. Holding my breath. Yeah. Come on, March first. Yeah. Well, March first is going to be a stepping stone. One small step for nobody. See, you seem very <laughs> relaxed. You know these days, and I think because be? I, I, I'm starting to realize that I want we, you to you help. Can't us. control the uncontrollable. See, I, this is what we need. Okay, we've got a lot of people who are, what are we gonna sitting control? on the ledge, what standing are, on the ledge. What, what, what are we going to influence? No. T, we don't control out every anything. Possible scenario of what's going on until we All, just yeah, but we eat wait from the turd sandwich buffet for breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner, three hundred sixty-five days a year. So we're the consumer here, uh, and we, ex- oh. we it is it is a we need uh, it's not like we understand where we don't have control. Trust me, there's not a Redskins fan uh, worth his salt who thinks he has any power whatsoever. Um, it's been stripped from his, you know, his his being, or her being. Lots of lots of great female there Redskins fans. Uh, <laughs> They're being everyone's being. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. being. How about that? Burgundy and gold. <laughs> um, so it's. I think it's. It's so. It's. It's a fair thing. I guess at the end of the day, it's a. It's a fair thing that um, that people are, are are having these these thoughts and these feelings. And you this seem to be. This is a big bow. You seem to be very. Here. You seem to be very in control. I thought you would talk us down. Talk us through 
this hard time. We get suspicious. It's a, is it a hard time? I don't know. It is. It, it is? It's not yet. This is a better hard time than what we've had over the last 20 years. Okay, I'm desperately, desperately trying not to look just a little bit to my left. I'm okay with this kind of a hard time. Put it that way. About five or six inches this way is is uh, a steep drop, a, 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 just a drop off the side of a cliff, w- with like open pastures to the right and nothing but but goodness uh, or uh, possibilities and potential. And I just think that it's you're getting... always fearing the worst. No, I'm not. I've been embracing the most positive possible. Wanting outcome. the best, wanting the fearing best, the worst, a- a- advocating for what I think is the best. Um, and I, uh, but I think what we're seeing is that we're not even close to being alone in, in terms of valuing Kirk Cousins. Um, most teams in the league would, would, would put the, you know, whatever the going rate value on him, um, you know, that there is, uh, it's going to be a kick in the pants if, and when some other team comes along and pays him that kind of money. Um, even if we get draft picks out of it. And I think that, I just think that it it just stinks that uh, we don't we we don't I don't know per, pursue the consistency and stability that we've seen in the things like what Kevin Rooker just talked about. With you know, you can't you just can't be hitting the reset button every two or three years. This is exactly the kind of situation that you go all in on, not all out in. I mean, this is this this is not a time for. Just all of a sudden deciding that there, you don't have enough salary cap space for a franchise quarterback. And if anyone can explain to me the trick of the trick up McLovin's sleeve, that would make all of this so special. It's not there. It, you know, it's not. Uh, you want to you want to bet on Deshaun Watson? You know, I think he's going to be great. Yeah. But we're on a different time schedule, gentlemen. Or this might be our last stop for that. You know, that's that's the only possibility that they see with somebody, but I don't see it. I don't see this guy just showing up and doing better than Kirk. I do not. And I'm talking about this year or next year versus a guy that has year 5-6, but really as a starter 3-4, coming off of two humongous, ridiculous, productive seasons. Does, that, does, does your mind change at all if the scenario is the, the question mark is really on Jay right now and whether or not he's going to be around? Do you lock down the quarterback before you know exactly what you want in a coach. Do you think that that's playing a factor at all? I think it's contractually driven by years. Jay is obviously, but Jay's not going to be the first shoe that drops. Like you don't want to choose the next coach's quarterback now. No, I don't think that. I don't think that's happening. I don't think that they're inseparable. I think that um, the futures of the two are are certainly intertwined, um, but I don't think you're waiting to see what you do with Jay Gruden based on what Kirk Cousins decides or vice versa at this point in time. Um, a new guy will be able to meld with Kirk Cousins unless he is an outrage, you know, unless he's like a, you know, the offensive version of Chip the Brian brothers. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's all. I think Anyone Jay's else, in. a well-respected NFL guy that you get in there with him, Kirk Cousins, Jay Gruden said it yesterday, this guy gets along with anyone, any age, any background, any religious de- denomination. This is a guy I've seen get along with anyone. And I, you know what? That brought a lot to my mind. I'm thinking he Daniel can go Snyder. somewhere. But, I well, think Jay's in, by the way. He's a made man. Differences. <laughs> but, but so does everyone. 
I if think this, Jay's in too, man. I think Jay's in. I think I think when you look at uh, the current makeup of the Redskins franchise, you know, I think Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen are all of a sudden uh, flexing some muscles, which is freaking everybody out. Yeah, but but until Jay, anything happens... Bruce and Jay are sharing electric. They are. Uh, they go back. They're splitting bills. Um, I, I see Jay Gruden as very much uh, on this... Uh, in the camp of and it has the full support of where the power of this franchise currently truly rests, which is, again, seeming to be more and more on the Bruce and Dan side. I, but I don't necessarily think that leaves McLovin out in the cold. No, it doesn't. At all. Uh, but why it could, are there sides within our organization? Because it's Washington. Why, 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 it's Washington and that's why? what we do. All right, but why? You, just, can't name, you can't name five franchises We, we just gloss right over that. You can't just name five franchises without with it. It was an election year, T. You can't. You can't. Pittsburgh, uh, New England... Uh, There's Denver. fractures. No, I'm saying you can't name five without them. That's all. I was going over the ones without them. But see, typically, what happens in a, in a franchise that has a strong um, GM or strong head coach is that there's a period of success that is sustained that raises the profile of said coach or or GM or um, becomes a Bill Belichick check type situation where he's just the uh, you know the emperor. Um, I think. For the Redskins, just over time, there's been a, just a power vacuum because everything has just generally gone wrong or sour in short order. Uh, and, and the change at which our head coaching, you know, turned... I mean, you got to remember, we change coaches so often that our roster never was never suited to any coach we ever I'm had. advocating for it. No, I'm but... I'm just saying. I think that yeah, I think that it's another one of the scenarios. I just... I'm so sick of them. Just choose one and let's get done I know, but it. if we can come in there, choose one, and it's him, and we go boom, and everyone says when you have a quarterback that's paid that much, it's going to affect your defense, you can't win yep. a Super Bowl. No, you have to have a GM that doesn't miss on, on second and third round defensive draft picks. Badly. You have to have a GM that's worth his salt, or else you can't have a quarterback for that amount of money. Those two things are not tied together. If you oh, have yeah. a quarterback worth a hundred and some million, your GM better be the guy. And I think we have the opportunity yeah. to have both for the first time. When yeah. is that going to happen again? I mean, if Josh Doxson g- balls out this year, you know, if, if Doxson balls out, and well, if either Sue Cravens or, or Kendall Fuller, either one of those guys That's has a big it. year, it, he, right there. he's cemented. There, there, there's so many question marks. A lot of those names Ken just said. Uh, Josh Doxson is a huge, huge hinge on this whole there's game so plan. many question marks. Josh there's there's more huge. question marks right now than I right. ever would have guessed there would be yeah. a year from now. But the up, the high end of these question marks. A year Sue ago, Aquave, we weren't. We Sue Cravens and Josh Doxson, the the, the 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 ceiling on those question marks is 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 huge. Yeah. Is it's a big, huge year. bigger than we've had in a very long time for young superstars that haven't really gotten there yet. That's a huge ceiling. We we we. When's the last time we expected that much out of a young wideout? Desmond Howard, I think you know what. I would say Michael Westbrook. Yeah, but he kind of produced to a point of being okay. But I mean, he did a thousand yard season with Connell, Brad Johnson, and Stephen Davis. Everyone got theirs four one one and fifteen. What was your question? Well, we drafted Westbrook to be number one. I know. We drafted Desmond we Howard drafted, to be a playmaker. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer took uh, oh, Clemson boy to be our number one. Too. Rod Gardner. Rod Gardner, yes. He was our number one, I believe. <laughs> We had a lot of terrible number ones. I, I can list you some terrible number ones I we've know. had, but I know. Um, which, which again, T uh, again brings us full loop back to this this chasm to my are you still left. Putting a bow on it. Oh no, this is not bow time situation. <laughs> this is holy crap. We could literally be this close. I'm holding my fingers very close together for anyone listening on the show. It's still at this point, <laughs> we're this close. Playing at home from 
reverting back to that kind of terribleness, all the kind of terribleness that just interwove itself in our last five you minutes of conversation. shut your mouth, Ken Marangolo. Yeah, I, mean, I can't dude, believe I'm hearing this from you right you're now. The no, no, no. That, I'm that's s- what fuels the freak when out. When have you ever said this? That is happening, oh. that you, you claim isn't is it, happening. Is it, At it, least it's not happening hey, here. Hey, those but. who forget the past are doomed to repeat it, okay? So let us Which not past? be the fools. There's three Lombardis in a window. Oh, that, that's correct. That is correct. I'm talking about the past. How close are we to being Munsoned? Is that what you is that what you're yeah, asking Munson's. here? How close to how close are we to how close are we to pulling you know the the tablecloth out from all the place settings in the hopes that nothing gets shaken? I, I'm just saying, Kevin, you don't understand. That, that's what these guys have done. I thought we were so past it. So disappointed in you, Ken. I thought we were past it. So and disappointed. What are you talking about? You're so happy. Glass half You're so happy. You're so happy right now. No, he wants to be the only villain. This is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I. you know what? I Listen, I have to. This is a public service. Oh. This is a public service. Oh. Are you feeling I'm, okay, I'm, Ken? Are you if we okay? do not recognize Are you the possibility, off season blues. Wake up, Megan. No. <laughs> strike up the, the the tune of Kumbaya. Yes. Let's figure this shit out right now. I just I'm freaking want out. us to all. We have to be cognizant of a very real possibility that I hope right. doesn't he's, happen. He's but that's what he's been saying <laughs> for four score and several he's, years. He's using words like <laughs> cognizant. <laughs> What's going on with the imminent disasters that are pending? What the hey, hell is wrong with you, man? Because when I podcast, I do so responsibly, sir. And when I know you're about wearing this... wearing a peacoat, a hoodie, and a pair of cut-off khaki shorts. When you're serving I a... I actually feel like I have to be that role because hot so plate go lucky about it. of turd sandwich. You have to be able oh to be like, listen, God, what you have to know. You have to know. Did he come upon Nude photos of you and <laughs> like a half Mustang, he, he's half man. Further than I have. This is ridiculous. You know what? I'm gonna just go back Relax. to my special place. I'm gonna let this off season unfold. I completely agree with you, except Relax. for one thing. This is a no brainer, and every second that it doesn't that's happen, the, that's the that is the point. It's a no brainer. Everybody talks about how this is such a no brainer. If it was such a no brainer, it'd be done. There shouldn't be any drama whatsoever around this, and there is drama around so. it. And I, it is not concocted or imagined. It is currently very real. It's very real, and it's playing itself out. Characters are are you, have roles. You, oh, here he goes into you, his. You are, his, you are <laughs> slipping. TV I know. Parody. I'm losing it too. Your, I'm it, losing it. The, the foundation is there's a crack in the foundation. You know what? It's it's, it's Ewald. <laughs> he was just here. There's a crack in the force. He, a crack in like the force a, with, oh god. It's yeah. Ewald's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. I blame Kevin Ewald. Ewald. Comes over for a slumber party, and now <laughs> one slumber now, party. And now there's a there's hole. A disturbance. Oh my god. There's a hole in the Cooley jersey. <laughs> the Cooley jersey was broken into for an emergency purposes. Feels disturbance. Here's the deal. The offseason unfolds. It's, it's, We're going to get some bad yeah. asses. We're going to have some excitement. There's going to be a D lineman that we just pull out of nowhere. So much talk because there's like, nothing Whoa. to talk about. That's Here just we go. See, this is what this is team now. You guys are kind of backfilling some of my, you know, where I would just be like week. blindly possumistic. Um, you know. Yeah. Stop playing dead. <laughs> you're just, you're <laughs> just having that not so fresh feeling this week, aren't you, Ken? Uh, yuck. Yeah. I, I just. <laughs> this is great, though. The this, dynamic I, this is totally. Everyone's. Morphing. It's defensive. It's totally defensive. Where, where I'm at right now is totally defensive. You're bracing I know. yourself. That's what you're doing. You're you're being a Redskins fan. You're bracing yourself <sighs> for the impact of what you don't want to hear. 
I, but I think that makes me in this situation a realist. The, the very realist I've claimed to be all Hold along. On a second, you are all pot, alone. You have been pot committed <laughs> from the jump. You are all in. I'm and all now in. all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, you're asking for insurance. I'm trying to buy some at a See how it game. feels at a cash game. when he's just coming you're, right at buyer's you. Buyer's remorse. This is ridiculous. No buyer's remorse. I want to. I want to buy. I want to be a buyer. Welcome to my Make life. Make me a buyer. This Make is me ridiculous. a buyer. No, take it easy, Ebenezer. No, not no chance whatsoever. in welcoming. Oh, don't be pointed over here. Oh yeah. This oh is yeah. All no, you, man. this isn't. This yeah. isn't. This well, is. When all goes down, you'll remember one man stuck to his guns. <laughs> And the future of the franchise. Now wait a second. Now that's not fair. That oh, is really? not fair. Oh really? That is that is oh. so unfair. Were you and Mr. Ewald present on the night of Valentine's one week ago in a slumber party in this room? Sleepover, but yes. Exactly. And uh, all right, we need to delete that part because we're all kind of together in this. Yes. That, that, oh, yes. that was bad. That slumber party was bad for the audible. The show was, was great. Bad. The well, show was great. The show was amazing. Oh, it was great. We established some things. I, I, I enjoyed Kevin tremendously, but I kind of got kicked out for a slumber party. They were like, no one's more emotionally invested than me or my fellow Redskins fans. I, I just think that it's fair to invoke our experience. And it, it, it wasn't, we're not talking like, okay, You're, just to be fair, and this is not me being negative about what's happening currently. This is me being honest about what happened in the past. The shenanigans were insanely ridiculous. He's grabbing his bubby. So now we're going retroactive. He's a security blanket. Like, don't hurt me. No, because please don't make a decision. They have. They have been. They've been playing good for so long, Kevin. Like, I've read a lot of comics. All of a sudden, this is like the Bad Hulk. Kevin Ewald sprinkled. He made a tournament of the Red Hulk. It all goes back to what I said in the beginning. I, I remember all this. Let I was us there. let us be but, let us be the fan base that gets to have a team that commits to the path that it's on. Let let us let us enjoy the experience of waking up that day when they announced the six year, hundred and fifty million dollar, whatever, eighty million dollar guaranteed contract to Kirk Cousins. I I think that you know those are the kinds of things to me that signal a franchise that is going be, beyond the right direction. That's what I'm. That's that's the that's what I keep thinking is going to happen every day I wake up because I think that's the most sane and rational path forward for everybody involved. Crazy is what you're doing. Exactly. Uh, Relax, you guys. That's why you're here. This is a, this is a therapy session. How am I it offering therapy, like therapy to another session. human? That right there is unjust. <laughs> well, that's why we needed this podcast. Is if that we, the bow on it? Have we have we finished the bow on the Kirk Cousins thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's polishing for turds tonight or if he wants for the this turds. week. He's no, going to well, keep I, those I, turds. That wasn't even about Kirk Cousins. That was all about Dan Snyder. There you go. That was just straight worry, worry about, uh, worry about whether or not he's going to kind of uh, continue to play the make the make the right decisions owner, which he has actually been doing. Hey, you know what? You want to talk about the, an offseason? Stay tuned. There's no one playing on the field on Sundays, That's so all I get can that. Do. But there is a very key character that, that is is active in the offseason. That that is the owner, and this is an opportunity for our our owner to make the right decisions and make the right you know for him to be the star of the show. You Stay think tuned. being the high, making the, someone the highest paid player isn't a splashy thing? Get get, get you the kind of headlines and and pizzazz that people like Kevin Ewald care about. All he cares about is is flash. Big headline, big big contract extension. 
I think that that would make Dan Snyder just a big swinging Johnson on the uh, NFL owners team. Big swinging Johnson with the most awkward high five between the man who just signed the contract and him. Uh, that's gonna be a weird one. Maybe we could just play jump around and see who's worse. <laughs> I was gonna say. I would like to see that. Dance off. Uh, you know, I'm I'm guessing that uh, it's gonna be Kirk doing the serving. So Danny Boy will get served. And that'll throw that whole situation into a tizzy. Let me ask you guys this. Ba- just just to, to wrap up our weekly episode of Off Season on the Brink and to get away from a current player uh, free agent type situation, I, I'm always thinking draft. Um, obviously, we're, we're, f- we're far removed from the draft. A lot of other things are going to happen between now and the draft. But... I want to have a draft-related question for you. Five first, uh, five five picks in the first four rounds. Give me your offensive-defensive ratio of those five picks. I mean, at a minimum, is going to be what my answer is: three to two defensive. That's. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the best odds. I'm going to say. I think that's the best odds, but I'm gonna I'm going to bet. It does order count because if no. you go offense first, then I think it's one four. What do you mean one one offensive guy in the first round and four straight defensive guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would that that would that was you just stole my answer by so you got to answer it three different ways. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations. Nice question though. Hey everyone, <laughs> T wins every way. You didn't get two. to answer your own question. Well, first I would pick this guy, but then I would pick that guy. But yeah. if you did it this but way, you I'd asked pick this us guy. the question. I didn't know That's you true. asked Kevin Damn and it. yourself, and then I was third. Damn it! I should have. I should have. I should have known my place. Sorry. I think that. Well, first of all, I think that he gets defensive starters into the third and fourth rounds at, at areas that we have needs at, like defensive line and. Um, and there's cornerbacks for days in the first three rounds too. But if you you, you go defense strong, you always got to get a corner, man. You got to mix in a corner. I'm sorry. I think we're getting a tight end. I think we're getting a tight end in the first five rounds, and I think we're getting no doubt an offensive uh, playmaker. Those are my. So I do think we'll. I think I think it'll be three two. I think, but I think I will guarantee two offensive picks in the first five picks. I I mean I only because I think it's possible for him to overload it. Four, four to one. If they start going that direction, no one, no one's going to um, blink an eye. For example, you know, like no one's going to. But know, as you no said, as you said, a lot either. has to happen between now and then. What happens with the guys that are still waiting to see what happens, so they can yep. sign their own deal or go on yeah. to their own pasture. So Pastures. there's still a lot. There's a still a lot to, to to shake out before then. Might not. Well, need, yeah. Might not need to. Well, two offensive yeah, but picks. Uh, it's based on the based on the what's happening right now on the ground. T. That's what makes it a great debate. It changes in an hour after we watch Sports Center, you and me, and I'll be like, "Hey, why don't we take a break? We'll watch Sports Center, then we'll come back and record another episode of this show, like we do every week." And then you're you're gonna have a totally different opinion. And that's fine and great. You just don't have to sit in his lap because it makes me feel weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only guy on the couch. I always get a little weirded out about that. <laughs> I hate it. I hate yeah. it with passionately. But I, I don't hate having two first round offenses. or water skiing. Well, now, <laughs> now you're just being like a jerk. <laughs> Seriously, man. No. You hate to have two first-round picks. Is that what you're saying? No. No, I would like to have, whether it be an O-lineman, a playmaker, but definitely a tight end. Definitely a tight end. Definitely a tight end. I can see a tight end and a guard 
You know, I think that's that's a that's like a safe. I believe we have enough holes on defense where we can bring in some veteran guys. I'm not saying huge numbered guys, maybe one, yep. maybe two, but that we have so many holes defensively and so many young defensive talent that free agency might be smarter on that end to bring guys like that in to be the role model like we talked about on the D-line. Chris Baker would be the only guy coming back. Ricky G and Francois didn't grow up around here. You know, he's yep. on the third end of a 30-year deal. Uh, our, young, our linebackers are, you know, patchwork guys. Our outside guys are set in stone. But Kerrigan is such a vocal guy. I don't mind having three veteran starters signed in free agency is kind of where I'm coming from. Of yep. course we need defensive linemen, defensive linemen, defensive linemen in the draft. And I won't stop saying it. But having those veteran guys come in on our defense I think will be helpful. Our offense is set. Don't you believe so? Uh, the foundation is there. We've got you know maybe a couple of receivers might have to learn a couple of routes, and we know about that. Uh, I think Vernon Davis is definitely coming back. We've got Jordan Reed. With Kirk, our offense is set, is what I'm saying. With Kirk, our offense is set. So I don't mind getting more defensive guys through free agency on the McLovin level of, you know, know, red, green, whatever his combo is. It doesn't matter to me because those guys are – have a presence, have a background, and we're going to have those guys come in based on their character and their standing in the league. And our defense needs to get better real fast, right away. So I don't mind having more defensive guys on free agency with a background – Doing what needs to be done. A lot of questions. So many. No answers. Well, that's what we make them up. Answers? Are you kidding me? We just had a whole show no, no, full we of don't answers. Have answers? We don't have. No, we answers. have the answers. We have our own thoughts. No, 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 no. no. Like our, are, hold on. These are the answers. And you're going to hate me for this one. But we had the answer to Kirk Cousins. A long time ago. And you said, no, that's not the answer. We will so, wait and so see. No, no, now you're yelling at us about that. There's no answer. My point is, we have a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm not ganging up we on you. We haven't gotten the answer from Redskins. So why, why, why keep speculating? Just sit back, relax. No. Let, no. It, let it work out. That's so a whole like, different podcast. So when you walk that's down the Wednesday street nights. tomorrow. That's our Wednesday night podcast. You're in Capitol Hill tomorrow going to meet Matt Seal for lunch, and you bump into someone, and they're like, hey, oh, Marilyn Terrapins, you must be a Redskins fan. I got this huge question. None of my buddies can answer it. What do you think about? You're going to say, I think I, uh, we should all relax and not discuss relax. this. No, that's what I've been saying. Let the offseason unfold. <laughs> but you know you're going to have to have something to say. I like everyone to, got to have tune to in say. on Wednesday nights. I just want to end on the note T-Strackens that... Just Relax podcast. Yeah. All Ken's sudden, the one just freaking relax. out. You fired everyone like four months ago. You fired everyone. Every <laughs> single person. The groundskeeper you fired. You fired the 90-year-old usher. You fired every <laughs> fired single... Everyone. Yes, fired. you did. You fired You gave every pink slips to everyone. Body. The guy who lines the Including field, the name. fired. And then said if they changed the name, you fired the whole franchise. You fired every... Yeah, I did say that. You fired everything Don't from change ground zero. So, well... I like your newfound response. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you didn't fire everyone. Well, I know who's not fired. George Michael. Besides George Michael. Because you got to have faith, Redskins fans. I, that's what, that's kind of the song I wanted to take us out on because I, I still am faithful. I am. I think, I do think that there is plenty of reason to believe that the right decision will be made. I witnessed you make a few wrong choices tonight, though. We'll talk about that next week. I reserve the right to be an emotional Redskins fan. It was your Kirk Cousins bachelor party. You're good. You're good. What happens in the basement stays in the basement. What happens in the basement stays in the basement. It's coming. The contract's coming. That will set forth plentiful bliss. Remember, 
I said it first. But remember? Remember when uh, someone got weak in the knees? Never weak in the knees. Weak uh, in the knees. Thank you, Kevin Ewald. Yeah, thank you, Kevin Ewald. Thanks, Ewald. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of the Audible, we'd like to thank Kevin Ewald. <laughs>